Kowalski. Idea man. Yeah, I think if you're looking at from an expectation standpoint where we were, I'm still looking at this season in a big success. Innovative. This season has went very well, and if you can add in getting a playoff game and going down and playing a Dallas Cowboy team really tough at their place. And Packers Hall of Famer. I think you could look at that and say, mission accomplished. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. So Tausch, let's throw this at you. you got the youngest team in the National Football League that has made the playoffs. Having shed their Hall of Fame quarterback... In a blockbuster trade, all of that happens. Brandon said last week that Jordan Love ought to at least be in the conversation for MVP. What about Matt LaFleur, Coach of the Year? What about Goody, General Manager of the Year? None of those things will happen, but should they be in the conversation? Uh, I mean, absolutely they should be in the conversation. And I think a lot of times, you know, from a national perspective, if you're not one of the top two seeds and your regular season didn't go you know, as smooth. Like the Packers' regular season did not go smooth. So you have a lot of losses. You have that growth. But when you look at the big picture in what you just said, you have all these young first- and second-year wideouts and tight ends. You have a quarterback starting for the first time and trying to figure it out and having as bad of an October as you did. All of those things, I think that's the part that, unless you're here day in and day out, you don't really understand the I guess the gravity of how much growth there's been and how important that is. So from a coach of the year, you know, the coaches that end up winning it, they never have the best teams. It's always, what did they do with what they had? And I don't know if, I think the Packers, there's a, well, the Packers always get it figured out because the Cleveland Browns coach is going to win it. Stefanski's going to win it because he deserves it too. Their, their season obviously was a struggle. They had a bunch of injuries and things like that. But Man, when you just start taking a look at the whole thing, I think all of those things should be in play uh, as far as these postseason awards go. But why? Wait, why though? Why does the Cleveland Browns guy get it? Why? <laughs> because there's the, a mean, Browns guy. Well, and everyone talks about like Brock Purdy. Okay, Brock Purdy's had a, a good career, a good year, but he also is surrounded by ridiculously great players. So shouldn't yeah. some of that come so into play why. for love? Yeah, no, all of it should. And I'm trying to, what I, I guess I'm trying to say is that when you still have eight losses, that is kind of weighed against uh-huh. you when you're looking at the, the big picture of who wins these awards. And the Cleveland Browns, they are on their fourth quarterback. They literally pulled a quarterback off of his couch and they were in position to almost win their division. I think the Green Bay story gets a little bit undersold because. We've been so good for so long, and I don't think everybody understands that this group is as young. I think people talk about, oh, yeah, it's a young team, but Jordan Love's in his fourth year, and it came on a little bit late. They should be, but I'm just telling you how I think these voters look at it. It's about the expectation and the fact that Cleveland, with all of that stuff that happened, I think Matt LaFleur's story is just as good as Kevin Stefanski's, if not better. But I understand why some voters look at it the other way. You know, it's interesting, Tausch, too. I mean, it's tough to preach patience to fans of any sport, much less to Packers fans. But it's why you have to, and we talked about it through the season, evaluate guys based on the full body of work, a 17-game season. Because you could have made an equal parts argument for a complete collapse of this team when we went on that swoon midseason. And, like, 
It was entirely plausible that Matt LaFleur loses the team, guys stop believing, Jordan Love stops growing, defense was like, we could have had a complete collapse, equally as likely as to the ascendancy that we've seen. A hundred percent, and that's why I think Matt LaFleur really deserves it, because it is really hard in the locker room to keep a group together when you're having the failures that this team had. And especially you got a little bit of success early, and then you figured you couldn't find a way. And to keep a group together, especially you know this group, but I will say this. I think one of the things that maybe I even overlooked in that whole process, if you have a lot of veteran players, it can sometimes be even more difficult because guys will look at it. So I'm in year eight or nine. We're sitting here at two and five. How invested are they going to stay in that season? When you have all these young guys that are trying to prove themselves and sticking with it, it is easier, I think, from a coach's standpoint to have young guys that have not felt any or tasted any NFL success. But what Matt LaFleur did from November on is incredible. And he deserves a lot of credit. And Brian Gutekunst developing it and putting it in place that you can have it happen. Uh, that's why I think everybody is so excited about how this season's played out. Thanks, Tausch. We'll talk again tomorrow. Sounds good. What are we, three sleeps away, four sleeps away three, yet? Three, yes. <laughs> Longest week in history for a Packers fan. I'm not saying we're going to win, but eh, I'm starting to think like a little that's not crazy that. to suggest. I get it.